Welcome back to Business Intelligence. My name is Dr. Wei Chun Wan. I am so honored to have uh, my co-host Joe DeGangji join us today. Um, you know, I think the burning question right now in all the major news outlets that you see, um, people are asking, is the economy slowing down? Right. Yeah. It seems like a million-dollar question, right? And, At least. And, yeah, right? In the previous episodes, we kept talking about how economists are not oracle. Mm-hmm. We can't – we don't have crystal balls sitting in front of us to be able to tell you exactly what's going to happen. But what we do know is that yesterday I fill up my car and it cost me a fortune. Right? right. Every time I go to the supermarket now, I must have paid what twenty, thirty, forty percent more than uh, before the pandemic. Yeah. So inflation is real. The price level has increased so much, right? And when you when you have a significant increase in the price level in such a short time period, you feel the sting. Mm-hmm. And now, if we take a longer look in the time horizon, obviously, the $1 that you have today could get you, what, a, a cheeseburger on the McDonald's dollar menu or mm-hmm. a cup of coffee at McDonald's. The same $1, uh, according to Bureau of Labor Statistics, back in 1913 could get you, guess what, 30 Hershey chocolate bars. Oh, wow. For the same 30 Hershey chocolate bars, you would have to spend anywhere between $26 to $30 Today, in today's money, mm. right, to get it. So now people ask me, you know, why would we have inflation uh, throughout the years? Right. It is because of the production capacity of the economy keeps mm. expanding and people have more inclination and desire to buy goods and services. Hence, the demand, the need for currency increases. So we have more money circulating in the economy and that brings down the value of the money. And that is the rationale behind why inflation takes place. Right. But if you take a look at the market right now, the inflation has been at the level that we have never seen. Mm-hmm. All these increase in the price level really happen in a, such a short amount of time that freaks everybody out. Right. 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 Have you experienced something, something similar in the past a couple of years? Yeah. No, I mean, kind of like you said, anything from going down to the, the grocery store to stock up on food for the week or, uh, you know, filling up in gas, you, you see it and you, you feel it in all these different ways. And I think from a, you know, from business wise as well, you know, we're seeing difference in some of the different services that we use, any, anything like that. You're seeing different vendors having to change their pricing model in reaction to everything that we're seeing on the, you know, kind of the individual level. Because they have to find a way to reflect their costs. Right. 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 So uh, and, and that pushes everything to be more expensive. Yeah. And obviously, in the previous episodes, we talked about supply chain disruptions and everybody needs to fight for the raw materials or the kind of like the essential components that go into your products or services. And ev- inevitably, you have to find a way to reflect that cost uh, element onto mm-hmm. your final price before you could uh, make a profit. Right. Yeah. Um, so the again, million dollar question. Is the economy slowing down? What I can say here is there has been worries being brewed in the economy. Mm. You look at the, for example, major stock market indices in the past uh, couple of weeks. It has been a bloodbath. Not only the stock markets have been showing uh, like really high volatility, but mm. you know it's significant downward trend that they're demonstrating. Right. right. So. Right. Um, so people have this fear about, you know, where does the economy is going? Should I be saving uh, uh, for the rainy days? And and that reflects in pretty much all the clients that we have conversations with right now. Right. 
right? And oftentimes we talked about, you know, the pricing strategy and the clients, they don't want to lose their customers. Mm -hmm. They want to make sure that they remain competitive in the marketplace. Right. But at the same time, they don't want to miss out in the potential higher profit margin. So when everybody's charging more, for example, our clients ask us, can we charge more? If so, how do we charge more, right? Right. Um, and, and I will say, yeah, if you take a look at the news, uh, major news outlets, there are, there are already some companies that have announced plans to freeze hiring. Mm. And there are already some companies that talked about the potential cutting, right? Right. So, yes, unemployment rate right now remains very low. Uh, as of April uh, 2022, we are at 3.6% unemployment rate, all right? And to put things in perspective, that number at the height of the pandemic, March 2020, was 23.5%, mm. right? So in comparison, 36 very, very low. Right. But nobody knows whether that's temporary because mm-hmm. when the recession hits or whenever, whenever there is kind of like a perception of the economy slowing down, the very first thing that businesses usually do is to take a look at their book mm-hmm. and find the most significant recurring cost component. And oftentimes that's personnel. Right. To hire people right. in the United States, it's very expensive because the United States is one of the – I think I don't know whether it's few countries or the only country – where you tie the health insurance uh, uh, as part of the compensation package mm-hmm. when you hire people. Majority of, of um, the workers actually got their health insurance coverage through their employers, right. which really um, jacks up the, the personnel cost for the companies. So what are we doing today? I took a long route to try to kind of explain to you the current status of the economy, right? We are in the place of serving clients. We face clients every single day, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that level of uncertainty is only going higher and higher. Do you have a few things that you wanted to share with the general audience about, you know, you know right now, what our clients are concerning about? Yeah, so I think uh, one of the things you touched on earlier, you talk about the, you know, revisiting pricing strategy. Yes. And this isn't the first time this has come up on the podcast, but this is something that especially as you know the, the the situation continues to you know remain consistently inconsistent right now we do recommend that you look in, and test whether or not you are able to to increase uh, your your pricing strategy and one of the things that you mentioned you, you talked about increasing the the margin in a lot of cases you know increasing the margin is needed on the on the table it's about preserving the margin mm-hmm. with all the supply chain disruption from the you know, from the bottom up you're start it's every every disruption's eating away at that margin that you have to sustain the business and so it's it's adjusting that pricing strategy to to make sure you can continue on. Um, so I think that's one of the first things, right? And you were talking a little bit about um, uh, you know testing the the elasticity of demand, mm-hmm. the sensitivity of price, like right. and how your customers are going to re- react to uh, any change in the pricing strategy. And I think there is another uh, thing that we really need to um, um, do as business owners that is to take a hard look in the narrative that we're creating in the marketplace, how we demonstrate our brand and how we deliver our services uh, or uh, promote our services. Because you have to understand that uh, it's a business cycle. Whenever there is down, there's got to be up, Mm -hmm. right? So even when we are walking towards uh, economic downturn, this is probably the best time for you to review your strategy um, in in anticipation of the next wave. Right. Right. And a lot of people um, miss that opportunity 
Mm-hmm. And I really think that's uh, that's a best strategy, right? Because when you buckle down, you need to buckle down the right way. Meaning that yes, you know, you probably want to be um, uh, very conservative in certain uh, types of expenses, like for example, personnel, right. like for example, the uh, 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 the benefits that you give, as well as the product development effort. But identifying the core services and the core products that you could really create a margin and establish a very strong um, uh, a stronghold mm-hmm. in that in that category is important. And a lot of people miss that opportunity because the anxiety takes over. Mm-hmm. You worry whether or not you could weather the storm, and which is why you know from our perspective, business strategy has to ha- has to be a constant conversation. Uh, within your internal organization, right, and and when when you miss that opportunity, you want to be able to identify a service provider that could provide you with a set of uh, fresh eyes to right. help you look through your operations and identify exactly what you can do to enhance your business op- uh, position, especially in a time like this. Yeah, and I would argue uh, testing the sensitivity for your your pricing, unless you are you know the essential good or service. That's largely going to be driven by, uh, you know, how, how effectively you are communicating that message. You know, we talked about groceries. You know, there are certain yeah. groceries, no matter what, you're going to buy. Yeah. You're going to buy gas no matter what. That's right. So that, you know, you can, as long as you're staying in line with competition, you can kind of set the, the new pricing based on what your, your requirements are and not really have to focus so much on the, the story behind why that, why that price is, is changing. Right. When you have a, you know, a, non, a non-essential good or service, it becomes a different conversation. You know how it we and again this is something that we we talk about and we'll keep talking about because this is really important to building a, an effective business model. How are you framing the narrative around why that price is changing? How are you creating more perceived value mm-hmm. to justify that change in pricing? Whether that's positioning, whether it's more clear marketing, whether it's revisiting your your value chain, thinking of other ways to to increase the the benefit that c- customer is going to be receiving. There has to be some other way to justify that price point. So you can so you can really uh, you know change the like your what your bottom line impact is going to be absolutely, and I will say that a lot of people are overwhelmed by all these technical terms that they hear from the major news outlets these days, right? So inflation mm-hmm. rate is easier to understand, but some people misunderstood how that how that rates are calculated, and mm-hmm. they get overwhelmed by the eight point five percent interest uh, inflation rate, um, for example, in March, and then eight point three percent. Uh, of rate uh, inflation rate year over year in April, um, uh, which was just announced now. Right. But I really think that there is a missed opportunity to educate yourself, right? So year over year means that year on year or year over year means that you are using, for example, the inflation rate of April this year and compare that against April last year. Right. Right. But, you know, as savvy as the news outlets, they're not going to explain that clearly to you. Right. So people, another example would be uh, first quarter, we have uh, a, a negative GDP growth rate of negative 1.4%. And that freaks a lot of people out. Mm-hmm. And that number was just released. Right. But that negative 1.4% was annualized. What does that mean? So annualized means that if we keep the pace of the first quarter of 2022 and we maintain that pace, for the rest of the year, and then that the entire year of GDP growth rate would be negative 1.4%. Ah. So without knowing exactly what it means, people overly extrapolate what number, uh, the, the, the true meaning that number presents. And I'm not saying that the economy is doing fine, we don't have to worry about anything. No, 
we have to take the opportunity to educate yourself. And this is why that you need to sign sign up for for this particular channel, right? And because we 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 are willing to take the opportunity to let people know exactly what they're what they're facing, what they're dealing with. Yeah, the context is really important. Right, exactly. And then, yeah, you know, you don't have to be caught up with all these technicalities. Leave that work to us, right? But you, you do have to understand what are the implications and ramifications for your business, mm-hmm. right? Now, the uh, interest rate hike, for example, um, a couple of weeks ago, um, the, the Federal Reserve just announced a rate, another rate hike of half of a percentage point um, for Again, to put things in perspective, that was the largest interest rate hike in 22 years. Mm. All right, we have never seen um, a Federal Reserve taking such an aggressive position in managing the interest, in raising the interest rate, because they really want to manage the money supply. So it must mean that in their mind, that inflation is real serious. Mm. Now, for people that don't know what Federal Reserve. Uh, how Federal Reserve works. Federal Reserve is the central bank of the United States, right? Now, there are actually dual mandates coming from the Congress uh, that, that stipulates what Federal Reserve's role is. Two things. Number one is to maintain the price, the, uh, price level, mm-hmm. stability of the price level. Number two is to max, ma- maximize employment level, right. right? If you look at the employment right now, it's okay, but the price level is so high, right? Because everything becomes so expensive, and would that create potentially uh, a potential danger for the overall economy? You bet it will, because when the when the economy is overheated, and then everything becomes so expensive, what if all of a sudden demand drops? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's something that people, you know, they, they we worry about. Right. right? Hence the question of, you know, is the economy slowing down, right? Now, uh, in the past uh, couple weeks, uh, a couple uh, Federal Reserve government officials have come out to say that not only they believe that the the, uh, half percentage point increase in interest rate was necessary, that they plan to promote the same level of adjustment, half percentage point, in the next couple meetings, Mm. right? So the next meeting is going to take place in June and then July, so think about what it means. Right? In the previous episodes, we talked about the implication and what we observe in the marketplace right. about the youngsters. All these young people want to uh, buy houses, and they got priced out. They got crowded out because they couldn't afford the down payment. There were a lot of cash buyers, and everybody is mm-hmm. trying to rush into the real estate market, protecting the the value of their assets, knowing that you know uh, the interest rate was so low they wanted to find a way in the inflation rate they wanted to find a way to protect the value of their assets right right it's getting worse now and you are seeing some uh, some markets that are slowing down the real estate market that are slowing down but the asset price has been the real estate market has been up so much that you know and coupling with the inflation rate the rental market is not um, any cheaper mm-hmm. right so what do people do, right? So it's creating a real problem for the Federal Reserve. And again, the dual mandates, remember, is to maintain, number one, maintain the price level. Number two is to maintain the employment level, to maximize the employment level. And if the price level is not, not maintained, that affects the well-being of every citizen in the economy, right? So from the business owner perspective, how do you position yourself? 
right? You know that there is fluctuation and volatility mm. that, that's taking place currently in the economy. How do you piece it together and identify the right place for your market, for your, for your products and services? So we talked about how you, you, know, you got to prepare for the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. You got to prepare for the next uh, wave to right. come, right? right? So essential investments. A lot of people actually, especially during the downturn or during the uncertain times, will be cutting back on discretionary expenses. Mm -hmm. Understandably so. And we're talking about, just to make, make it very clear, we're talking about from the consumer's perspective. From the consumer perspective, right. yes. And, and also from the, from the uh, uh, merchant's perspective, right? So right. Is, 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 what, are, is, what are the essential exp what are the essential expenses and what are the non-essential ex essential expenses, right? Mm -hmm. So at the, from the planning perspective, as a business owner, how do you draw that line? Mm -hmm. What is discretionary? What is essential? And a lot of people, when, when buckling down, they minimize their expenses so much that they don't know how to invest mm -hmm. or they, they don't want to risk investing right and I, right. I really think that's a missed opportunity yeah and i think that touches on something really important you know we talk um in the previous episode we mentioned about trying to conserve cash flow and, and keep a you know very careful uh balance sheet but at the same time you also don't want to limit your growth and, and hinder your your business's ability to sustain by you know for example if you cut all advertising dollars hmm. well what's the impact on that going to be maybe there's a short-term you know preservation of, of cash flow but that's not that's not that's not going to be uh, helpful for your business's growth either because now you're limiting your ability to to uh, you know connect with new consumers and you know there's you just talked about how there's already a reduction in discretionary spending, not being able to you know actively be out there promoting yourself and, and getting in front of new prospective customers that's also not going to be helpful. So there, there's got to be a balancing act of one cutting out some of the you know the the extra expenses to conserve that cash flow, mm -hmm. but also still being aggressive and, and curious to the extent that you can continue to grow your business and, and reach new consumers. Right. And I, I will tell you that, um, you know, the, the easiest thing, I think the easiest strategy to take is to really look at your digital marketing effort. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, uh, again, I mean, some people say that some people would think that it's a discretionary expense. I would argue differently because you right. need to have a fundamental marketing effort to maintain your position in the marketplace. Exactly. You know, what is your what is your SEO strategy? You know, how do how's your how does your website present, right? right? And uh, do you have enough content creation effort? Do you have or enough investment so that your customers know where you are mm -hmm. and what you're doing, right? If you right. just simply hide away, you know, when everybody is trying to cut, then you lose the opportunity of presenting yourself in the marketplace. Right. And think, I mean, you, you just talked about kind of the cyclical nature of things. Yes. What happens when there is that, you know, inevitable, you know, upturn in the economy, whenever that takes place and people are looking to, you know, go out and spend some of the, you know, the money that they've saved up, they won't know who you are. I mean, you have, you, you, you hurt yourself more in the long term by not continuing to actively invest in, you know, your, your branding, your advertising, your marketing efforts, some of these different activities. And, and a lot of them, and we've said this before as well. They're they're very cost effective, if not uh, yes. you know, free to, to work on. Um, you know, if it's just making sure you remind people through your email list, through your your social media feeds, automation yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Getting getting yourself out like there there are those tasks that can always be done. There's no, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's there's no reason to cut those activities, 
And at the same time, uh, you know, with the prevalence of data that's available and can be all tracked through the right dashboard, you can tell very easily, you know, of all of every advertising dollar I spend, where where is it going percentage wise? Where are the clicks coming from? Where are my users coming from? So if you need to cut the overall budget, you can make sure to cut it in the right places. Right. Exactly. I mean, if there is any silver lining, I mean, I'm not predicting the economy is going to slow down for sure, right? right. And, you know, some people also argue that, oh, you know what, the rate hike of the Federal Reserve indicating the economy is overheated. And the market has priced that effect in. So the mm. market is predicting that, you know, maybe in the next couple of meetings, the Federal Reserve is going to continue hiking the interest rate, indicating that they are really taking an aggressive measure to control the inflation. And that could be good, too, yeah. right? Now, if you're a business, though, what's what's the harm in in taking these precautions? Yeah. Really taking a That's close, right. you know, put, putting your operating model under the microscope and identifying waste. There's no harm to it, right? So it, it's one of, like good times or bad times, and we've said this before too. This this is something that everybody should be doing constantly. Right. It's an iterative process that you should always be revisiting with your your team, right? Especially when there's the you know a higher potential for a downturn, but not just because of the you know what the what some of the trends are showing. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. So if you're a business owner out there uh, looking for ways to improve your business performance and you're worried about the economic downturn is going to create um, some negative impact on your business, this is the right time to review what right. you need to do. Uh, feel free to reach out to us and Joey will be able to provide you with exactly what you need to do to automate the workflow, save cost and uh, create effective marketing campaigns while you you know helping you really maintain a good position in the marketplace so that when the next wave hits you'll be able to ride the momentum. Yeah, so uh, as always if you're listening or watching uh, wherever you're you're seeing this the link is in our description and uh, Wei Chung myself and the rest of our team will be happy to uh, to help you look at your business. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>